Welcome to The Action Shelf, the podcast that celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman, we bring Monster Mayhem in for a landing this week. Um, a climactic finish. <laughs> well, I mean, it did feel like in all roads were leading us back to the sci-fi channel, right? It's true. Yeah, we were skirting the the obvious choice here for Monster Mayhem, which is the Sci-Fi Channel. I mean, we talked about last week the Jurassic game sort of felt like a Sci-Fi Channel movie, but this it week did. we didn't even know because this was uh, this was actually one that you had discovered, Listman. Because I in in the I'll add it to my list of re regrets. Okay, <laughs> I, I regret uh, so much. Basically, That's in the interim list. of recording the show, you and I will just send each other posters of B action <laughs> movies that we could cover. And you were the one who sent me Bermuda Tentacles, and it was like, oh, we have to cover that just because the title and the poster were something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did not know, though, anything about it, really, until I started it last night. And when it came up with Sci-Fi Presents, it was like, oh, here we go. Yes. And of course, uh, as with every episode this month, uh, we have a we have a guest joining us we, and suffering with us. We do. We've put this poor man through so much <laughs> in the times he's been on this show. It's um, true. <laughs> uh, Alex Schaefer is back with us. Hi, friends. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, I'm so glad I you mean... still use the word friends to describe us after the movie yeah. we made you watch. <laughs> well, I had to. I had to do some soul searching, and I remembered that I did this to myself, and yeah. it wasn't you that inflicted this upon me. We do. We so do. I think our friendship can stay intact. Okay. Because I did. I did choose this one. You did. Yes. But oh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God is right as a review for uh, Bermuda Tentacles. God had um, nothing to do with this film. And yeah, like you said, it opens up with Sci-Fi Presents. And I'm like, oh, what did I do to myself? Yeah. What did I do? Bermuda Tentacles from 2014. Um, yes. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, once again, kind of a, maybe kind of a ripoff of Battleship, that movie that... I I like when the when these knockoffs of blockbusters knock off bad blockbusters. Um, like, yeah, Battleship was basically a high budget action shelf movie. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. an incredibly stupid film. Um, and this movie's similar up to the point where they got a pop star to be like a uh, to be in the movie as like a side character. Yes, it's very. Funny. That was because this has. Maya, does anyone remember? I, I, I couldn't name you a single song she did, but I remember she was a, a pop I think star. Maggie though. mentioned that Maya was featured in a Gwen Stefani song, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Okay, that sounds. Uh, time, that timeline wise, timeline wise, that would add up, right? Like her popularity. Yeah. yeah. The, so, yeah okay. So, okay. 
late. Oh, it's Christina oh. Aguilera. Okay, oh, the okay. Moulin Rouge song. She was one of the. Um, ah, That's yes, okay. yes. I don't know. <laughs> I think we can just <laughs> vaguely know. hear Maggie in the I background yelling at Lisman for getting that wrong. Um, yes. The, okay. I didn't. I mean, that that was like a collaboration between a bunch of. Okay, so if that's what she's famous for, once again, she doesn't really stand out, at least to me. Uh, her acting skills are what we're here to talk about, of course. But um, which is, I mean, is anyone good in this thing though? No. Even Literally good. No even the good, good actors aren't good in this. <sighs> no. No. Yeah. I, yes, I've. Little Ham Linda Hamilton, yay! Linda Ham Linda Hamilton, oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's, boy, what did she need to pay off when they made this movie, she, right? <laughs> she was. Uh, did she seem intoxicated to you guys? Like, yeah, kind of drunk. You know, yeah. and again, no judgments coming from here. Like this no, movie no, no, is no. is a total yeah. trash. I think she I knows what she knows what she's uh, what she's in here. Uh, there is a yeah. There's a constant look of sorrow in her eyes, and I think it's not the destruction that's happening in the movie <laughs> and all the lives lost, Yeah, but the fact that she is in this movie. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. Linda Hamilton is, uh, number one, an icon of science fiction, of course, as Sarah Connor, yeah. but also just a good actress who's been good in, in mm -hmm. many a movie. Uh, she was coming off of uh, her run on Chuck when she did this, where she played Zachary Levi's mother on that show, which was a good show. And she's between yeah, Terminator yeah. movies here. Um, which, but, which two? Between which two? Uh, well, be, let me say, this is before her return in Terminator Dark Fate. Um, oh, okay. Because that was, she hadn't right. done Terminator 2. Yeah, because she two. wasn't in 3 or right. 4. Right, yeah. yes. She right. came, and that was the big marketing push for Dark Fate was they had her back. And I will say, that mm -hmm. eh, movie's okay. Like, it's not terrible, <laughs> but it's not good either. It's not either. the worst Terminator movie. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. It's actually probably the best of the attempts to bring the franchise back. But uh, yeah. that's a franchise, I think, the best left, um, you know, alone. Uh, she is Maybe on... that franchise shouldn't be back. You right. Know? Yeah, I think that's, maybe, yes, maybe I think that's be. right. She is currently on the Alan Tudyk show, Resident Alien, so she's doing good stuff now. Um, That's that, good. that shows a lot of fun. A sci-fi channel series, which were always better than the movies they made. Um, mm. They usually had some good shows. But, yeah, sci-fi. I don't have a this... budget for this thing. But well, that makes sense. I do know that they never spent more than $2 million on any of these sci-fi channel movies. So It shows. Yeah, um, it, this it definitely be, shows. This might be some of the worst cg i've oh seen in a movie so oh far oh my god it's so bad do we have a category for worst cg we don't we should for the shelfies worst let's cg put, let's put it on there yeah cuz this <laughs> is this 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 is hor the the thing that got me was i mean cuz the tentacles right and the alien stuff is one thing but like the green screen shot when they're getting off of the helicopters yep yep it's all atrocious. The explosions, the oh, flames. Every everything anything to do with fire looks like shit in this movie. Like I thought they periodically forget to put fire on things. So like <laughs> it will cut back to the ships and they're not on fire for some reason. Because they just maybe they just ran out of budget or something. I don't know. I mean, I thought the fire at the end of Simon says was bad, but <laughs> this this was a whole new level of just yeah. like yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you couldn't 
see like the masking from it being overlaid and it, it just just yeah. terrible and then that that further adds to the actors having to be like ah fire um yes because we we got to, i mean you talk about the actors we mentioned linda hamilton but i, I think yeah. the real garbage fire in this thing is our leading man trevor donovan man oh you mean was... wish wish crims uh chris hemsworth yes a hundred that's a perfect description of him i mean yeah so he gets introduced and i'm like all right so this is wish chris hemsworth aka the the rugged handsome white guy mm -hmm. aka every other male hallmark movie lead yes mm -hmm. he is just so generic it's, now this might be a something special only people who know us uh will get but when you looked at this person did you think reed morris <laughs> I think that does a disservice to Reed. Oh, of yeah. course it does. Reed's yeah. a great actor, but but uh, yes, no. But, there's you know, a similar, tall, there's fit, a similar look. Man. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was a Ken doll. Yeah. yeah, he is. He no, he absolutely is. And it's interesting that you say um, Hallmark movies because most of this guy's work is in the leads in Hallmark movies. So mm -hmm. uh, no surprise yeah. there. The vast majority of his career is things like Nantucket Noel, Jingle Bell Christmas. Uh, <laughs> nostalgic Christmas, uh, oh, runaway wow. romance, marry me at Christmas. Jesus Christ, it never ends. Um, so I mean, he's a traditional himbo. It's okay. He really is, but just uh, and himbo is perfect because absolutely nothing compelling about this guy at all. No, no, a total no. blank slate. But again, like, well, I mean, I guess I haven't seen him in anything else. But if, if Linda Hamilton is terrible in this movie, yeah. then I'm assuming that like you can't judge anybody based on the merits of this film, right? Because <laughs> no, everyone's that's, terrible. That's true. That's true. But he's just he, he his presentation is very bland. And then when you see the yes. the Hallmark movies, I, I I get a picture of this guy, and maybe I am judging him unfairly. But whatever. That's the that's the show. I um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but we also have uh, the the brilliant thespian that is Jamie Kennedy in this movie. Mm, yes, giving a a truly uh, next level performance. He seems uh, a little checked out too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, he, when he's doing his science techno babble, you're, I, I'm going like, is he reading this? He must be. There were some parts where it looked like he was reading off of cue cards. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, just the the techno jargon gobbledygook that he was just expelling from his fate like yeah i i would have to you can't remember those lines yeah I, why why would you put the effort in that's time <laughs> being siphoned away from you yeah this film the uh, you know whatever adrenal glands of the thing that connect to the whatever the tuber the, organism yeah. i mean blah, he had blah, bioluminescence yeah he had lines that were all just just like technical words strung together <laughs> that maybe had the the makings of a complete sentence but <laughs> it didn't make any sense no no it, 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 jamie kennedy's career is fascinating because when he first comes on the scene he's an actor you know he's in boz lerman's romeo and juliet he's in he's really good in the scream movies like that's certainly mm -hmm. what made him a star. And then at a certain point, like once he starts doing the Jamie Kennedy experiment and he's doing like the comedy vehicles, you're like, what happened to the guy who was kind of an interesting character actor? 
you know. No, no, no. Don't besmirch Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> the the masterpiece <laughs> comedy that is Malibu's Most Wanted. You know, I mean, but then it's just like he's he's a guy who is talented, but he took his talent in a strange direction. And I think Son of the Mask was the kill shot <laughs> on his career. <laughs> Which is a truly unwatchable film. Uh truly, truly horrible. Um Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so he finds himself uh, doing a lot of this kind of stuff now. He he is he um, is he has taken over as the lead of the later Tremors movies. Oh, good! Like Tremors uh, five, six, and seven. He's in. <laughs> but the right, point, so by the ones where people go, they're still making Tremors movies. I mean, the fact that I've seen four Tremors movies and. I'm still surprised that there's more of them. Is, yeah, is, I think, I think they're up to eight. I think they're up to Tremors eight now. Good lord, is there any actors in it? Who... Michael Gross. Uh, Michael Gross he's is still in it. Okay. He's still the guy. But yeah. I, I got to mention this most recent, uh, and and uh, it's unfortunately very timely. Uh, yeah. In 2019, Jamie Kennedy appeared in the film Roe v. Wade, which was a oh, no. conservative Christian propaganda movie oh, against abortion. And God. in interviews with him, people go, I didn't know you were on that side. And he goes, oh, I'm not. But when you were just asked to be in a movie, I can't say no. We can, actually. <laughs> that was sort of the thing. Where he, where he, he goes, it's pretty rare anyone asked me to be in something without auditioning. So, of course, I took it. But you're going like, D-. and he, he goes, he goes, I didn't know it was funded by the pro-life coalition or whatever. I, I didn't even ask. That's your problem. Yeah. You didn't ask. No, he. That was like, a classic. I if mean, the devil offers you a deal, yeah, that you don't be like, well, nobody's offered me anything before. <laughs> I, I know. Guess it, I'll just accept it. It was. That was one of the most recent things I, uh, I, 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 I had heard. That's the most recent news I had heard about him. Was interviews like that where he goes like, "Hey, man, I don't have to agree with the politics of the thing, but I needed the money, and they were offering." And you're like, "Yeah, but this is pretty bad." It's one thing to be in like a faith based movie whatever mm-hmm. but this is like actively uh uh, uh insidious society yeah, yeah thing i mean it's one thing for uh for the bruce willis to be in you know a movie that ends up being about like pros of genocide oh but, yeah you know, cosmic sin yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's a, it's slightly more nicholas k it's I, I think of like nicholas k is doing left behind which is like vaguely faith-based but also kind of just an action thing too you know yeah um but this is (laughs) but i just love him going like hey i need the money (laughs) anyway uh he he got some money for this thing man and also the second i see jamie kennedy as doctor anybody oh we (laughs) we're not even trying to be in reality are we um yeah i'm a doctor you were you were Oh, sure, you are Jamie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you reminded me that the the part, or it might have been you, Alex, but uh, the part that he's clearly aping off of is the part that uh, in Independence Day that Brent yes. Spiner played. Yes, yeah, um, a great, which performance. is very funny. Yes. oh, great performance. Yeah, he's wonderful. But it's very funny because as I was watching the movie, I was just like, man, he's really giving me some Brent Spiner vibes. <laughs> he is trying to do this kind of manic. Uh, you know, uh, overly excitable science nerd character. Uh, yeah, Dr. but when Oaken he's like listing was... off like science facts, it's very mechanical and robotic yes, in a yeah. way. 
um, which feels very data. Yeah, that, I don't know. It does. Or very reading his lines as yeah. he's doing Well, them. I mean, yes. He's yes, very yes. Clearly it it, it inadvertently ends up coming off data as opposed to the calculated data performance <laughs> that Brent Spiner was giving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about who's responsible for this travesty. Writer Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Mead... Uh, a man who oh, he's an actor primarily. I see. Uh, I doubt that. A lot of TV guest spots, and he's written a few movies. Uh, oh boy. Uh, listen, I think we might have to watch another film he wrote called Asteroid Ageddon. Ooh, oh, that he wrote okay. and directed and stars in Asteroid Ageddon. And uh, boy, uh, not cashing in on anything here with his screenplay for the film. Top Gunner. Oh hmm. boy, <laughs> that sounds like something else, but I, I can't put my finger on it. Eric no, Roberts it's... stars in Top Gunner. Oh wow, man, that is that is so goddamn close to lawsuit, right? Like <laughs> that is. Oh, what, what what was their their theme song? Uh, Roadway to the caution area. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. The, uh, oh, this is so funny. This was meant to come out at the same time as the new Top Gun, but because of COVID, the new Top Gun is just now coming out. But this came out two years yeah. ago because they, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they rushed to cash these things in. So that's pretty funny. Oh, they uh, sure do. Um. Uh. We we uh, we were talking about um Pacific Rim and its mockbuster sequels or uh, mockbuster remakes, uh, Atlantic Rim. This guy wrote the second Atlantic Rim movie, which was meant to cash in on the second Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim Uprising. He wrote Atlantic yeah. Rim Resurrection. Oh, boy. So he writes a uh, lot of this, these, is what I'm saying. He this wrote, guy's in some legit stuff, though, which is interesting. He's guest starred on a lot of TV shows and a lot yeah. of good TV shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Malcolm in the Middle. I mean, you know, he has, he plays like... Field communications officer in the Day of the Year Stood Still remake and stuff like that. He plays a character in Fast Five. So he's like a working, (laughs) you know, day player actor, right? Which is totally fine. Meanwhile, he's writing shit. I mean, for God's sakes, the guy wrote Operation Operation Dunkirk in 2017. Not to be confused with Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk, right? Uh, Or to be confused with that. Um, And then uh, director Nick Lyon... Uh, let's see, where was he got? Oh, oh, he directed, he's directed other movies that, including, I mentioned Asteroid again. This guy directed Storm again, a different movie. Oh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, oh. Wonderful. Oh, listen, I think we might have watched Titanic 666. Very nice. I, I see he also directed Bermuda Triangle North Sea. So, uh, um, can't get too far away from the. Bermuda he really Triangle, can't. Right? That's like the guy we did last week. Remember the, with the Jurassic Games, who just keeps making dinosaur movies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. He did direct Operation Dunkirk. Earth. <laughs> Earth Catastrophe? Boy, I can't even read that title. Earth Catastrophe <laughs> he made. I think uh, it's Earth Tastrophe. Oh, Earth Tastrophe. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't flow either way um earth catastrophe no. um so yeah so that's that's the level of who's making this movie just to give you yeah. a, a sense of, of of the people behind the camera on this thing yeah um 
I got to say, I uh, Listman, you said you took maybe the fewest number of notes for anything. I took very few notes on it as well because the movie's so goddamn repetitive that it. Yeah. a lot of my notes ended up just being like, the tentacles are back. Everybody's shooting at them again. They're in their submarine, and they're giving it all it's got again <laughs> for the third time So much, row. Yeah, so much bad submarine piloting acting with a lot of like yeah hold on to something ah, you know. mm-hmm. yeah. there were some great constipated looking faces though <laughs> there were anytime anytime they're piloting that submarine in a high action scenario <laughs> they all looked like they just were in the most discomfort in their nether regions possible might have been the best acting they've given honestly you know <laughs> But that was just from the food poisoning that the catering department. <laughs> Craft services that did them dirty, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that that was something. Let's start with. I, I, I did not expect this movie to begin with the way it is, which is uh, aboard Air Force One mm-hmm. in the middle of a storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you would think Air Force One which is like one of the most secure and advanced planes in the world would be able to navigate a storm better than this you'd think <laughs> Cause this you, you would this isn't even has anything to do with the tentacles I don't think this is just I, okay wait I, I, I think it does Ooh, in what happened in like the later third of the I, I don't time is a odd thing with this movie because it always feels like it just started and can also be just ending exactly (laughs) but with all of the electrical powers of the said tentacles Mm. i feel like that storm might have something to do with it okay and it could be and maybe a better somehow better movie i don't there's not much for anybody to work with with this thing. <laughs> True. Yeah, what's the what's the better draft of this script? Yeah, I don't I don't know. But uh, I do I do feel like the electrical storm is part of the whole Bermuda triangle. Okay. Gambit. It, I mean, it easily could be because the movie yeah. is so low on details. Yeah. <laughs> that absolutely. Maggie's early theory was that the president had a psychic connection with the tentacle monster. Oh, well, that would and that would be going at the beginning of the movie. That's and so true, and like, that would actually that was be such a that would be away detail. But I was <laughs> right, going to say exactly. that would be here's to Madville, sir. Yeah, that would be more. That would take it more in line with Independence Day, if you remember, because they they do mentally take over the president's head in that movie. Uh, yes, they do. So yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Can we talk about this? This is one of the worst presidents I've ever seen in a movie. This guy's so disheveled, and he never seems presidential. His hair's way too long. No president would look like well, this. Well, well said, John, huh? John, I like my I like my hair long. It reminds me of my blue collar days. <laughs> uh, are you saying that a uh, a weird, long haired, uh, misshapen man as president is? Well. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. you saying that's not possible maybe not in John? 20 in 2014 it didn't seem like it um well yeah and this is john savage okay this guy was a, a, a very well respected actor like in the 70s he's in the fucking deer hunter you know like uh he's in I mean, the original hair you know like uh like this guy goes way back and is, is a, is a well-respected character actor well he's not bothering to do anything in this movie nope 
I mean, he's mumbling most of his lines. Yeah, it is you know? just like, like it was just, hard to understand what he was let's saying. Let's just get through this thing, man. I gotta get out. Yeah, of like everyone's attitude in this movie is clearly just like, I'm gonna say these words, but we're not gonna put a lot into it. Let's just finish up shooting this whole thing, man. Oh, good God. And, yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, this movie. So this movie came out in 2014, yeah. which is a year after the first. Sharknado movie came yes, out. Yes, yes. Which I think was a big turning point for sci-fi original. I think it was. I was happy to see that this movie is very sincere, though. Yes. Which was nice That's what to I was see. worried about when, when it first started. It's like, oh, no, are they going to try it? I think this was before, like, they really went all in on the Sharknado even style. The fir- like... Even the first Sharknado is not as goofy as the later ones, which is crazy to say. I love the idea that, like, well, the first Sharknado was fairly grounded, actually. No, uh, <laughs> but it was, like, it was attempting to be a movie as opposed to just a collection of memes as the other ones were. Yes. So yes. I, I do I do think, I was glad to see that this was in line with what I remembered sci-fi channel movies being like. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah, exactly. is playing it straight, you know, like. Yes. Um, not well, but, so they eject him. <laughs> Out of the presidential pod of Air Force One, which does not exist. It's a thing from the movie Air Force One, which I love that they're taking as fact in this thing. Um, I mean, who's going to do the research, John? This movie only cost $2 million. Yeah, Air Force One has that pod. Remember, we saw it in that Harrison Ford movie. Uh, Yeah, that documentary (laughs) movie, uh, Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember when that movie com- came out, the they were like, well, Air Force One doesn't really have that, but it's kind of a good, you know, plot thing in a movie. Um, sure. So they just, I love that they think it's safe. What, the plane's going to go down, I guess? So they're like, just eject the president into the middle of the ocean. Yeah, he'll be safe. In a pod that isn't designed to float. What is that? That's because that is <laughs> that is my biggest problem with this entire movie. Yeah, no. That w- the pod isn't designed to float when they talk- now my question is does is the design not or is the pod not designed to float or do the tentacles bring it down to the bottom of the ocean yeah <sighs> yeah i mean because i, I again, also had this the thought. movie gives no answer so that right. listen that does you've made it make sense but the movie does nothing to make it make sense because i agree alex when they said oh it's uh seven thousand meters down or whatever i went Wait, what? Why would it sink? That's a, well, <laughs> that's a when, death trap. When they're about to launch the president, one of the guys is like briefing them on like, oh, it's got these oxygen rebreathers, and here's your pistol with a hundred rounds, and oh, by the way, this thing has a crush rating of like two thousand feet underwater. Yeah. Like, like he's like yeah, giving yeah. them all like the technical specs yeah. to like try and make this believable. Also, it's why right. the hell did they give him a gun? I know, I just love Great that question. in case he runs into pirates or something, he's ready to fight, you know. Uh, Underwater? Yeah. Underwater right? pirates? They tr- they do sure. just, they've essentially just put him in a big metal ball that will sink as soon as it hits the water. Like, great. I guess that makes sense, because otherwise, why would it need to withstand, like... A crush uh, depth. You know, deep sea pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's they... what I'm saying. Why didn't they just make it float? Yeah, I know. Great no, question. That's, that's insane. I don't know. Which then also makes it harder for the Navy to track, which I also like that the response is, we need to send out ships, not, well, I guess because it is it has sunk. Because if it was floating, you would send out aircrafts and just spot him, right? Right, um, right. But here they have to send out a couple battleships 
to uh to the Bermuda Triangle, I guess. We do get yeah, we'd mentioned before this heroic shot of these guys. Did we ever get who these guys are? Are they I mean, they seem like they're seals to me. I assume they're seals because it's the Navy, but right. it's never specifically stated. Although as pointed out in the IMDb and it did blip wrong to me as well, throughout the whole movie they're referring to all the people on the ship as soldiers, which the they Navy would are. call them sailors. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So right off the bat, this I mean, that's just a perfect example of an easy Google and they just don't yeah. give a fuck. Like that's that's yeah. indicative of the whole movie to me is calling mm. them soldiers is they're just going like, who cares? Who just, gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Linda Hamilton is in command. She's an admiral in command sure. of the USS Nemesis. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> interesting name for an american battleship uh it's, yeah. a, it's a very sinister name um well you know she's in command and she's got tension with uh who's our main character sergeant oliver or whatever his name is chief yeah chief oliver chief trip oliver his name is trip apparently oh god what a stupid name yeah because there was an incident years ago where, boy, when they reveal what the incident is, I'm like, oh, so this guy's a fucking moron. Yes. <laughs> this is so frustrating because it sets up this tension between Linda Hamilton and this character. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if she didn't, if she didn't, you know, get cold feet, you know, we, my friend would have still been alive. It's like, no, if you didn't uh, ignore her commands, yeah. your friends would still be alive. And then the movie full on, like, it calls them out at first, but then they're like, no, you were right. Like they're vindicating this white man who is just, who is just doing whatever the fuck he wants. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Cause when he tells the story, he goes, well, we were going into this mission and she ordered us to pull back. But I said, there's no time. We have to go in. Turns out it was a trap and I got my entire team killed. Thanks, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, and then he's you and then idiot. And what I love is Maya's character goes, Well, it sounds like she made the right call and it's your fault. And he just goes, No, you don't understand. <laughs> and then walks away. Yeah. By the way, the ultimate like shitty, toxic white guy response is, No, you just don't get it, lady. You don't get it because <laughs> you have ovaries. Yeah. Like no. they're they're blocking, you know, whatever. But this I is one know. of those things where I'm like, it's a screenplay. How did anyone write this think that was gonna get us <laughs> on the side of this guy? Like it's just I like don't... what a piece of shit. The screenplay doesn't even bother to have him defend himself. He just goes, You don't get it and walk away. <laughs> like Yeah, but yeah, and then later Maya's like, You were right. Yeah. Like, no. Was he? He actually wasn't. A hundred percent no. She it sounds like she made exactly the right call. And then at yeah. the end of the movie, she makes the same call. He listens to her, yes. and it kind of works out. Except a beach full of uh, people gets obliterated. I mean, it's like ten people. So. Yeah, I, know. I mean, they, they say it's twenty thousand, but it twenty thousand. Yeah, twenty thousand on that beach where we saw yeah ten to fifteen people. Um, <laughs> and they do, yeah, like what we see a, a large oil tanker or something yes. get, get exploded, yeah. and then. The, the beachgoers, yeah. and then presumably the whole, I think it was a cape, they said? Yeah, getting, but they, they didn't have the money to no, show that, yeah. No, no the, scene of, like, the destruction or even just, like, a big smoking crater. No, just, no. just 15 people on a yeah. Florida beach being God damn killed, it. So. 
Uh, yeah, so yep. they're they're ordered to get to the president's pod, and with I mean I do you gotta love a sci-fi channel movie because within the first five minutes tentacles are popping out of the water here. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> first five to ten minutes. It, yeah, this movie. If you're wondering if they're gonna allocate any amount of the uh, screen time to character development or like relationships. Don't even worry no. about that. They 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 know what they're making. <laughs> tentacles are popping up within five to ten. Here minutes, come the so. tentacles, and then as happens throughout the whole movie, whenever tentacles pop up, everybody just grabs a gun and opens up on these things. Yep. But now, Lisbon, we've talked about sort of this debate that's going on in Hollywood right now in terms of using real guns firing blanks or fake guns using digital boy this movie makes me go i think we need the blanks man because holy shit the bad fake gun acting in this thing is well it's atrocious i mean but the alternative is that somebody dies on this movie oh god this piece of shit i gave my life uh, for uh for bermuda tentacles right yeah that's the alternative so I mean, uh, well, no, it's also what I expect out of this, but just these guys with the, I don't, by the way, I don't think I see anyone like reload at any point. Nope. They mm-hmm. have unlimited ammo. Everybody. I do like <laughs> when you see all these guys with their various weapons and one guy's shooting a sniper rifle at the thing that really made me laugh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no scope. And also, I don't know anything about the military, much less our Navy specifically, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know if all of these guys are just walking around on board. I don't think so. Armed? No, I don't. I, think I don't. So. I don't think so. No. No, because because sea combat rarely do small arms come into it. You know, like it, it would be more <laughs> yeah, like ready the big guns on the ship and stuff. You know, rather than yeah. I'm gonna go. One guy is. I do, and then out of nowhere, a guy just has a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> And he gives us the yeah. only thing approaching a one-liner, and it's so lame when he just goes, for no reason, suck on this. <laughs> <laughs> they, But they weren't sucking on anything. Like, it didn't make any sense. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but we do it's... get the first of many, many tentacle impalings. Oh, so much. Oh, just, just straight out of Mortal Kombat with Scorpion. <laughs> just yeah. right through the chest. Shocked look on the face. Blood pouring. Blood out dribbling of out of the mouth. It's the maybe sa- a maybe a slow pan down to the the head of the tentacle, just like protruding from the their torso. That is what I love. Is it is the oh. same. Everyone gets the same death. They all get exactly the same thing. It impales. Blood comes out of their mouth. They fall over. To everybody who gets hit by the tentacles. There's no variation. So this is. So this is my question. Yeah. What are the tentacles specifically? Oh. Are the tentacle the 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 titular tentacles? Are yeah. they the big things that come out with the mouths or are they the tentacles that are around the mouths of the tentacles? Oh, because that's... the tentacles have tentacles in this movie. Well, here's the I, I think I think the stabby tentacles are the ones coming out of the, of the ends mouth? of the giant protruding it I don't know. You never get a real good close up of like the actual no. things. The the thing no. that got me once the tentacles were coming out is I'm going, well, tentacles are something uh, uh, possessed by another creature, right? There's something has or an appendage. Yeah, tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Yet for the vast majority of the movie, it seems like the tentacles 
are individual living things. In fact, at one point, Jamie Candy calls them worms. Yes. Yeah, he says they're like flat. He's like, oh, they're flatworms, but I've never seen one like this. Well, yeah, obviously, they're fucking huge and they're like electrical. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and but. No, but but later it does describe them as coming from this mothership. Yeah, like a right? spaceship. It's like still, they're all connected. It's still you don't not, see yeah. them coming out of the mothership, but we're led to believe they're attached to the mothership. Right, but it's yeah, it's this idea. So the ship has tentacles, but they're also organic. Great question. Yeah. Is and and who's piloting the ship? Is it the tentacles that are piloting yeah, the ship? Yeah, we never get a look at we aliens. We never find out. Yeah. No, there's at no most at most we see the that like floating orb, right? Yes. We, yes. While they're while they're inside orb. the ship. Yeah. Which, that's alien. never explained. Wait, no, no. None of it is. No, Nothing is explained. No, it's the, so frustrating. The movie has no interest in actually getting into the aliens that are invading in this alien invasion movie. Uh, at oh, because yeah. that'd be more budget. You'd need yeah. like costuming and more CGI. Just keep as just keep animating tentacles, guys. And I, I just could, the same model. The thing the that the thing CG that was great model. is they'd occasionally get one of the tentacles, but it never seemed to really like. You, I never had an idea of how many tentacles they were there were. So when they would kill one, it never seemed to matter really because there were always basically the same amount of tentacles about. Yeah. Well, and they talk about like, oh, when we we destroy or injure one, like it falls back and the others take its place, which is like a really convenient like. Yes. Yeah. There's all. They're just always there, up in the action and then sort they, of deal. And then eventually we get into the whole thing about the the tentacles have to recharge. Because that's yeah. that's the time. It's like that's when we can strike is between attacks while they're, I don't know. And how yeah, that, vulnerable that does explain why they attack and then go away and then come back to attack. Yeah. Well, and the thing <laughs> I was watching last night, going, why don't they just move the ships? Great. <laughs> why don't they? At no point does well, anyone go. Maybe we should move the battleships, especially once the submarine goes down. Though they could go away and then come back or something like that. They could. Because yeah. the submarine yeah. at a certain point. Because we got to get into this experimental submarine that's aboard this ship. Conveniently, uh, yeah, very just happens conveniently, to be yeah. that there's an experimental submarine, and boy, our uh, our brash, boring white guy hero goes, "Damn the orders! We're taking this thing out." Which the plan from the admiral was already to take this experimental submarine. Yeah down but oh. the the submarine doesn't have any armaments so they were supposed to wait for the armed submarines to come as an escort Correct. oh that's what it was okay, okay. yeah but the arms which the, then they get destroyed because they're being flown in by helicopter which is insane uh which is absolutely <laughs> insane because they're submarines and you're in the middle of the water yeah just just submarine them over the i know i pilot just, them over i there. love the idea that they're like we're gonna pack up these subs Carry them by helicopter and drop them to your position. I don't think that's a thing that ever happens. I, I, I... no. <laughs> oh, this uh, does remind me of my favorite CG moment, which is the the fighter jets like weaving in between the tentacles in a way uh -huh. that no plane has ever flown no. before. That's really oh fun. for sure. Yeah, um, you gotta love the. Cu I also like when they call in the jets and we just cut to clearly stock footage they've bought from the air force or whatever of oh, there's a lot of stock off. footage in this yeah movie, there's yeah. a lot of just like 
Oh, here's obviously shot by the military footage of real planes taking off. Uh, and yeah. then it cuts to the terrible CGI of said jets as they go about. <laughs> but yeah, so he takes the thing out without armed escort because, as we established, the movie needs a ticking clock. The president has only four hours of air left. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there it was like an hour by the time they finally got in the sub. That might be the case. When they first land, they say four hours, but then it's like... Yeah. And, uh, and he's below crush depth, so... He might already be dead. Whatever. Uh, and oh, then, yeah. this whole I know he's the president of the United States, mm-hmm. but like, is he that important? Like, come on. Like, he's just a guy, right? Well, you know, I mean, with everything else going on, like, yeah. Yeah, it does seem like alien invasion would take precedence over uh, the saving the president, maybe. Or also, as we said, maybe create a thing that doesn't put the president in as dangerous a situation as this. Like it's, well, it, yeah, it seems but... on them that this pod is so poorly designed. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the the whole submarine trip, where they're getting grabbed by the tentacles and they figure out. There's this line where it talks about they're drawn to the power of the submarine, so they have to power it down. That doesn't really come back into play too much, though. No, because they turn off the power, but the propeller is still running well because then they're there using, still lights on they're being carried inside. by the gulf stream then which is insane so how do they navigate to the exact location great question and then i do love it when they're being pulled that. by the gulf stream some of the guys on board are going "Woo!" oh yeah because <laughs> that's a, <laughs> folks that's our proud sailors in the navy uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, soldiers. Soldiers. Yeah, sorry. soldiers in the Navy. Yeah. The soldiers of the U.S. Navy. <laughs> Those army guys on board the ships. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, poor, poor Maya, who I, once again, I can't judge anyone's acting based on this movie, but she has, similar to Jamie Candy, she has all the submarine techno babble. It's why why is why is both she and Jamie Kennedy's character in this movie? Yeah, shouldn't there just be one person who gives off techno babble exposition? Well, you know? he's the why biologist guy, which I don't fully understand why. Do they ever explain why he's on board the ship to begin with? Like, no. Why I did they have to bring that up? Biologist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't know and there also, were tentacle monsters out there. And also, what did his character add to the? to the movie oh, he, that her character couldn't have added. He does well, nothing. He was, yeah, he was kind of the the alleyway into like figuring out what this thing was. Right. And she was really there for the experimental submarine and like explaining away all the stuff that it does. But I'm not sure his info actually accomplishes anything. Like he's there to give the audience stuff about the biology of it but does the, it, it, they never use his biology information to defeat the things they end up just i mean no. spoilers they end up just blowing the things up and he's <laughs> the one that figures out the the two minute interval yes through his exper- his experiment where he just like shocks the thing with some electrodes yeah yeah oh you gotta love that they i mean once again getting back to how much this movie's like independence day we do the autopsy on the tentacle and that's where he's figuring out, oh, wait, it needs to recharge every two minutes or whatever in order to... Right. I just, <laughs> which, 
just creates this such a dumb structure for the movie where it's like the tentacles attack, they shoot at them, then the tentacles go away, then they come back and there's more shooting at the, you know. Um, God, it's just... Uh. I do, I also was thinking like how far out those things were. Like the guys who just have like their nine millimeter handguns, are they doing <laughs> anything? Are the bullets nope. even reaching these things? <laughs> well, at one point, at one point they shoot the big freaking cannons on the ship at it and yeah. like oh the artillery shells had no effect yeah right but so my... what are you why are you out on board with your nine exactly what is your nine millimeter pistol or even your your m16 gonna do to this thing at all like no like really yeah I, I, get the guy get that guy with the missile launcher he seems to be the only one who's got any chance of doing and even that if yeah once the ship cannons don't work <laughs> is there anything that can do it like, but what I love later is one of the tentacles gets on the ship and when it's attacking Jamie Kennedy, and a guy just takes a knife and slices the thing. It was a fire axe. Oh, it was a fire axe, yeah. But still, yes. like, just a but normal still, blade yes. cuts through this thing that's resisting military shells. Well, to be fair, that's the tentacle of the tentacle. It's not the main tentacle. It's the mouth mm. tentacle of the bigger tentacle. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, man. Yeah. Cool. All right, Lisman. Go ahead and save these screenwriters. <laughs> also, tentacle. I'm just going to say tentacle. 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 Well, there is something. I mean, that is. I think that was one of the reasons we picked this movie. Is just. I mean, obviously, the 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 wordplay of Bermuda tentacles, but just the idea that like uh, is a tentacle scary in and of itself. Uh, I mean, be... I mean, going into this with like zero research or anything. I loved the wordplay of the title, and that's what instantly drew me to it. Of course. Mm -hmm. And then I also, like, I find squids and octopus super fascinating. Yes. So I was hoping this was going to be, like, you know, some, like, deep-sea kraken sort that, of, like, that something is, Lovecraftian. That is yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I something thinking. Lovecraftian, you, yes. You hear the title, you see the poster, which is this battleship being grabbed by these colorful tentacles. I agree. I thought... Oh, it's the Navy versus a sea monster movie. I'm on board for this. Yes. Yes. I was never That's what expecting I was hoping for. I was yeah. never expecting underwater alien ship. <laughs> that was not or, or laziest option. Rescue the president. No, yeah. Plot. Like it was No, it, it simplify the whole thing. The Navy's just out doing their general missions or whatever, and they run into a fucking kraken and they have to kill the thing. I, I'd watch that's that movie. That's all you need. Yeah. They, that's, in that's classic, all you need. We see this a lot on here, Listman. Movies that just overcomplicate themselves like this. Yeah. Where you're just yeah. like, I don't know what. I mean, just like, all we want is a boat getting attacked by a sea monster. It's pretty <laughs> simple, guys. Instead, we've got all yeah. this mumbo jumbo and experiment. And by the way, the experimental sub. We get no real sense of it, so it's not cool. I don't even really know what it looks like. I mean, we see it, and it's really unimpressive. And it kind of just looks like a big torpedo. Yeah. It, yeah. And we never really get, like, what was the experiment of, like, what is... Yeah. What makes it How, special? Yeah, they Great never, question. like, activate no the cool gadgets on it that make... Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. It just seems to be... Like any other submarine, basically. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It, it's small, but there are small submarines. I don't. It just looks like a rescue sub, really. Um, yeah. And yet, it. Yeah. They're just going. It's experiment. Yeah. Where was where it cloaked? Where was where it ran silent? Where was where it? You know, does something. 
I don't know, where did they activate the EMP or something, you know? Anything. Well, that would have been bad because that would have attracted the tentacle, John. That's too, yes, that's true. <laughs> but it does seem, it shouldn't it, for this movie to be Bermuda tentacles. Shouldn't it have some advantage over the tentacles to be interesting in a movie? <laughs> I mean, I thought that I kind of found the fact that it had zero advantage in the situation at all did add some <laughs> suspense and like stakes I, to it. I, I guess. guess so. But I was waiting for where it had an advantage in rescuing the president, even. Uh, yeah. It, it just seems like, what does it matter? It could have just been anything. Uh, was the advantage that you could just put it in neutral and coast? Is I, that guess, the I guess. Is that cool and experimental, though, from like a film standpoint? It's just like, oh, this thing will just like float around, even if we don't do yeah. anything. Oh, that's... oh, you got to hit the cruise control button. That's, that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, the great thing about this experimental sub is we can kind of just sit back and let it go, you know? <laughs> Thrilling. But also still somehow steer. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, then, it, yeah. Once they get the president and they're trying to escape, then it's nothing but steering. Uh, oh, among other things. Oh, my gosh. It's the whole thing, the whole thing with the president. The president was the absolute MacGuffin of this movie. Yes. Well, because let's yes. get to they end up in what they think is a cavern, but really they're inside the spaceship that's underwater. Mm. Well, they yeah. go through like a, a, a an illuminated tunnel. Yes. And then at one point they show this giant like biomechanical sphincter that they've gone through that just, <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing. This movie is full of uh, <laughs> sphincter equivalent yes. looking things. Absolutely. Uh, which is. is very funny. <laughs> Chock full of sphincters is the poll quote they'll use. Uh, <laughs> Chock full. Sphincters and tentacles. You yeah. would think this would have come from Japan. I know. Yeah, yeah it think. does have that kind of. Yeah. yeah. It, it's all there, yeah. man. Um, but uh, so, <laughs> so then they end up inside the ship, which has all these crashed airplanes and stuff in it going like, oh, my God, this is what happened. To everything, mm. I guess this is where Amelia Earhart ended up and stuff, right? And, I thought I could have sworn they were going to show Amelia Earhart's airplane. Yeah, like why wouldn't you? Like that's one of the most notable but examples. Pretty of somebody much dying all the planes the we see are like commercial seven forty sevens, which don't go missing that often. And when they do, it's a big deal. But this makes it seem like it's happening every week. And I there's like, like a couple the, warships and like an I old like the galleon. Yeah, yeah galleon, that, that ni- 1918 galleon <laughs> that was transporting coal. Like, yeah. By what? the way, wouldn't a cool thing to have been that the submarine is broken and they have to, like, jerry-rig one of these old ships or something? That There's a more interesting movie. Yeah. They also, they also explain that all of these ships are being brought in because it's siphoning the power out of them, yes, right? Yes. That goes to, back to, to the power, power thing once again, which is just not. So why is there a galleon in there? Because it was transporting coal, Melissa, and that is a, a source of power. Yeah, I took the coal. Okay. Is no is there? I, I yeah. think that's their terrible logic. I don't. I don't actually think. No, uh, no. It's so bad. It's so bad. No, it's also, a- 1918 is post-World War One. Why is there, a, like, a sailboat, like, down here? Like, I don't understand the, the timing of... Why, don't, yeah, what, why who, is it 1918? That yeah. we, had, we had technology beyond sailing right. at that point. Right, yes, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't... It's, yeah. It, 
Like I said, this is a movie where they clearly just threw a bunch of stuff in the script. They did nothing to try to uh, fact check any of this. I mean, it's a movie about Bermuda tentacles, but still some sort of grounding in something resembling reality. Some kind of internal logic. Yeah, Yeah, just anything. Because once again, it's all just tossed off. Oh, I guess they wanted the power of these things. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. Oh, also, we got to talk about these awful like underwater suits that they're wearing with their helmets <laughs> oh my god it's they were supposed to be airtight and you can very clearly see their necks yeah. like it's just exposed yeah and they didn't even really, try to hide it they're really like loose and floppy and like they're they're they don't yeah. fit them and the other thing is the visors kept fogging up on them so you can't yeah. see the actors yes <laughs> so you you weren't sure who was on screen at any given in time exactly exactly <laughs> uh uh and nothing nothing makes their lines more compelling than having them also go through like a a calm radio filter also well, right I, I that did, was, that I was did, really good for like the the audio they, quality of when the they movie. find the mm-hmm. president and they immediately put like a big mask on it like a bane mask on him i'm just going <laughs> literally we can't hear what anyone is saying now it's all muffled through a mask or over a calm and that's for multiple scenes now and you're just going like oh my god there there are just levels of incompetence in that rego like you know what you needed to do a, a very simple thing and like star trek does this all the time is have them get out with their helmets on have somebody run some kind of scan and go hmm the air in here is breathable pop the helmets off yeah that's that's, that's a standard sci-fi thing to get people out of helmets so you can see their faces one line yeah it takes one line to fix that and it's very but they easy they spent all that money on those terrible helmets oh john they god. have to get their money's worth oh 25 my god yeah i could probably cobble together that costume right now with some stuff from a home depot like uh <laughs> It's really, it's, oh, they're so, I immediately started laughing when they came out of this sub in these outfits. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah. no, no. Uh, it's really, and once again, as an act, Lisbon, just put yourself in position as an actor in this, and this is the I'm costume they give you. And you're spending days shooting these scenes in these outfits just going, <sighs> What am I God. doing? Um, Just wearing rubber smocks or and, whatever. Yeah, the and fuck yet they again, are. so they all come out with their weapons, and there's the guy with the sniper rifle going around corners with his <laughs> distanced rifle. And you're like, what are you doing, dummy? I also like the uh, Navy SEAL, quote unquote, uh, who is clearly in his upper 50s. Yes. That was an interesting oh, yeah. choice. Yeah, that guy's on a deployment team. Uh, yeah, they're putting yeah. that guy out in the field. Uh, yeah. best of the best right there the out of shape <laughs> middle aged dude uh, how you doing I'm, uh, I'm in the navy seals there yep 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 uh, <laughs> hold on as, yeah, I'm willing to do any mission as long as I don't have to run um, <laughs> yeah it is oh my god yeah this this is not a crack team also no. In, in talking about how little the, none of these guys matter. They barely get any lines. Any other nope. team member that's not our main guy. And yeah. uh, they'll all disappear pretty much by the end of the movie. Because uh, it yeah. will just be this guy who saves the world. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think once they rescue the president, it's only uh, uh, our our main our main guy who I can't... What was his name? Trip Trip Oliver. Trip Oliver. The- 
the president and then the submarine pilot were the only three that make it out of this out of like a team of oh and no oh. Maya Maya did come down didn't she yes uh, she yes did. And, yeah. and her yeah she's in and there and then uh, the other six all well let's talk about how some of the one way or another two separate members of the SEAL team die by getting too close to puddles it's yeah. <laughs> John, yeah. I was yelling. I was yelling out. <laughs> like, one person dies in yeah. a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're making which, which laughing. Was, which was stupid, <laughs> right? Like, that's But dumb. it's stupid, and everybody... The best is the shot of everybody, like, doing that... You know, like, when you're at work, and, like, there's a spill, and and a bunch of people are standing around going oh no oh no yeah but like nobody's actually doing anything so that's yeah. what they're doing but like one of their friends is dying yes. just, you can see them just going oh what are you gonna do yeah um yeah and then it happens again <laughs> oh. because nobody learned that you don't step near the puddle when the second for person some reason. start like put their foot down at the edge of the puddle i went no they're not gonna. This movie wouldn't <laughs> again. Do it. They're gonna they're do not, it again, aren't no, they? No, did it again. Oh, good job. And bravo, then, bravo. And, and at that point, I'm going like, I. This is not even a thing to get sad about because that person's an idiot. Like they wanted to die, obviously. You and then everybody was saw, like, "What you, happened to her?" <laughs> you literally just saw that other guy get <laughs> pulled in. It just <laughs> happened. Yeah, these aren't even separated. They happen back to back in the movie. Yes. I, yes. I couldn't. That, I, that's one of the stupidest things we've seen in any of these movies, Lisman. Yes. By far, yes. that's one it of the is. dumbest things in any action shelf. I couldn't. Even as bad as this movie is, that's a new level of stupidity from a that writing the, standpoint. Yeah, next level stupidity for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so then we get this, or yeah, we get this orb thing we mentioned out of nowhere, and I'm going, wait, what's this? No answer. We never do get an answer. So I guess it's some kind no. of drone or something. Um, it just seems to be floating around, checking the place out. And it's I guess maybe the lightning. tentacles, maybe the tentacles like alerted it, so it's got to like come. Maybe around. yeah, but it, what I like is it does nothing but look around. And then one of them goes, I'm going to throw a fucking grenade at it. <laughs> and just smokes it. Like, yeah. perfect throw. Yeah. I, but, I, yeah, yeah, it, he, he, yeah he, he holds that grenade long enough. He cooks it perfectly so it, it immediately explodes upon impact with this thing. It uh, does kill one person, though. I oh, and I, honestly, I think that's my death of the movie here. I think so, too, yeah. Is the guy, yeah, the guy who gets it's... hit with the, the electricity force or whatever? He gets, like... Force lightning up into the air and then just poof into this red mist. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I could when the when the electricity bolts come out of it, I'm going like, oh, it's gonna fry him. Then when it lifted him up, I went, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's what and, we're lassoing him with uh, electricity. Yeah. And, and and this is kill of the movie only because every other kill of the movie is being impaled by a tentacle. Basically, no, yeah. There's another no, guy in about hit with... 30 seconds, the dude gets crushed by a Navy warship. Well, and that's, yeah, that's good, that's too. True. That's good, too. Yeah. I think another guy yeah. gets hit by lightning here, or the ship gets grabbed by the lightning, maybe. Or something. There's more force lightning in here that comes out of the side of the ship. Um sure i don't know it's all it's all incredibly dumb but they, what i the point i want to make is they basically start this fight uh yes oh yeah definitely <laughs> like they don't even know what this thing is obviously it's some sort of sentry or whatever but they're just like fuck it kill it <laughs> um idiots everyone's so dumb in this movie 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, so then they got to book it out of there with the president who, yeah, he does have his gun, so he's blasting away. They're all shooting at everything as they run out of here. Uh, and uh, they, they get back in their submarine. And uh, I do like this whole thing where they go, wait a minute, it doesn't work. We can't get it started. Oh, wait, now we got it started. <laughs> they don't do anything right? they basically just like no hang on try it again oh it worked this time <laughs> oh nice and this is where you get so much constipated submarine piloting there's three sequential yeah. scenes that are the exact same thing which yeah. is just piloting through something or avoiding tentacles or escaping a sphincter like it's but it's this it's shot the exact same way it's literally 15 minutes of them doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and at the end of every one the president comes and thanks them for their service and or sacrifice oh my god that the, <laughs> the, when he's just walking from person to person saying that I'm just putting going, his hand like, on their shoulder. Yeah, I'm just going. This well done. Is, this isn't a movie. You you don't <laughs> do this in a film. Like that's just not. <laughs> and what, at, at one point, the the whole thing starts to take off, right? And like the actual ship is coming after him. Yeah. Which for a second, when it's all lit up and like in the star shape, I'm going, "It's Star of the Conqueror from I was, DC I Comics." Was, I had the exact same thought. I'm going I'm like, like oh, Warner shit. Brothers is going to sue these guys. <laughs> They're like, hold on. We have the evil multicolored starfish. That's our thing. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it 100% and, seemed like. And uh, I was here for it when I thought the ship was going to be like an organic starfish creature, even if, once again, that's legally actionable because, once again, giant alien starfish, copyright DC Comics. But uh, mm -hmm. still, yeah, when it's pursuing them up out of the water uh but no and they, they what they have to they have to reroute the power to like boost the engines right yeah and it's, the presence just goes i know how to handle the wires oh my god that was <laughs> i laughed so hard i went why it's so hard how how john no. it's from his blue collar days well he, you know when he was an electrician no, no later he mentions he's a marine but i'm going that yes that's not a navy submarine technician and there's an experimental submarine so how the fuck would he know anything yeah, about the wires that's true even if he had run like an old nuclear sub back in the day it still wouldn't apply to this but still he goes ever since i spent those years as a marine um they give him they try to give him the independence day moment there later when he refuses to leave the ship and says i'm a marine damn it you know oh yeah not... his great speech about uh let's see his oaths to protect from threats foreign and domestic and these aliens are very foreign. Yeah, and these aliens are very... Yeah, but once again, that they want to take it to Bill Pullman getting in a jet at the end of Independence Day. But right. it's not as cool, because he doesn't actually no. do anything. Nope. <laughs> Bill Pullman does blow up some aliens in his plane. You know, that's cool. I also, I also like that in the sequence, uh, somebody does say the line, I'm giving her all she's got. Yes. Captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, because I'm like, shut just, the fuck the up. The second you have a give it all she's you, got, we're going thirty knots. Yeah. <laughs> the second, the second you have the crew going, you know, struggling and being jostled around, going, we're gonna reroute power. I'm going like, okay, yeah, we're doing the Star Trek thing, then, are we? And then, yeah, literally, mm -hmm. I'm giving her all she's got. Which, how can you say that in, in a non, in not in a Scottish accent, right? It's just, I'm giving her yeah, no. all she's got, Captain. 
It's just, it just is, it's just there. It's, it's, it, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to use that line. <laughs> you just can't. It's one uh, of those lines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or at least do it like Crimson Tide, where uh, Denzel actually name checks Scotty in a pop, re- you know, in a reference in the, in the submarine movie. It's like, I need you to be my Scotty. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, no, these guys are just, oh, God. And I don't, of course, you just don't care about a single character. Meanwhile, Linda no. Hamilton's back on the boat, and they're still shooting at these fucking things. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep shooting for some reason. Um, also, get everybody inside. Like, can yeah. this thing penetrate the hull of the ship? That's never dealt with. Do the t- yeah? Because the tentacles never like drag a ship below water, which no. is what I know. So it just seems like all it's doing is impaling individual people. Get everybody right. off the deck of the ship would be my yeah. thing instead of standing out there just standing there shooting at this thing the only time it does anything is yeah, when it comes into the ship after jamie kennedy but still it Which didn't is... it, it came in through a door it didn't like blow through the side of the ship no nope. <laughs> yeah apparently these tentacles are like infinitely long also <laughs> yes yeah they can they can be as long as they need to be depending on what they want to do so Great. And somehow right. have some sort of sensory organs that they can navigate the, yeah, the it, winding. Because you see Jamie Kennedy make multiple turns and stuff through this battleship. This thing's going around corners. And then, and, yeah. yeah. And even these little tentacles also have mouths. Yeah. Because they're hissing. Yes. Yeah. So they hiss, apparently. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. It's, uh, God. I don't know. So, the yeah, the alien ship... They get out of the water, and then this alien ship mm-hmm. rises out of the water. And now we're fully in Independence Day when this thing activates its giant laser beam on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, Just charging up its dang old Kamehameha there. And they mm-hmm. do the they do the exact same thing from Independence Day, where the president goes, All right, "We got to nuke it." <laughs> yep. And they're sending these helicopters in with missiles. And of course, the thing has a force field once again, just like Independence Day. I mean, it... like... so okay. Question. Yeah. So he suggests nuking it, and yes. they're like, "We're too close to land." Right. And all of a sudden, yeah. they are close, but they oh, weren't close those... to land. No, beforehand. they were out in the middle of the sea. And then I like when we cut to the shot from the beach, and the battleship is like right there, <laughs> like it already would have <laughs> like run aground. Appeared. But where it is, it already would have hit ground, right? Like it's yeah. so close to the shore. Yeah, yeah. Out of no, that that really got me when all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, oh wait, this is all playing out like right in front of a public beach. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't want to defend this movie because it doesn't deserve it. But they do. They do talk about how it's like it rises out of the water and then starts moving inland. Oh, well, like it, it, okay, it, they, it blasts two warships and then it starts moving inland. What we don't see is the ship is the battleship move, though. I think that yeah, I think no. yeah, they say it, but what we don't get any sense ever of the ships moving. We get the sense that mm-hmm. the alien ship move, but there's no like put in a pursuit course or something. You know, it's just like yeah. all of a sudden we're just at this beach, and I like and everyone that... seems. Oh, so, sorry to, to kind of retread a little bit. Yeah. Or back, uh, back up a little bit. Everyone is 
super on board almost instantly that this thing is extraterrestrial. Yes. Yes. Once the people, once the president and everybody comes back from the experimental sub, they're just like, we saw it down there. It's aliens. Everybody's like, got it. Aliens. Great. Let's go after them. <laughs> there is, there is no time spent going aliens. How can that be? Or there's no Jamie Candy thing. We're going like, well, based on my calculations. No, it's all just like, we saw aliens. They went aliens. Let's fuck them up. Uh, yeah, nobody, everybody yep. instantly believes everybody in this thing. And now we got to mm -hmm. go after this thing. Uh, sure. And so the, you know, the, 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 he goes, wait a minute, I have a better plan. Uh, we, we should, we should fly a bomb into the thing and blow it up from the inside. That's cause the, an implosion. Cause an implosion. An implosion, yes. I don't Which, know if that's what would happen. Well, if, no, you, if you recall, this sure is seem like it. this is the same plan to some extent as the end of Independence Day. Very much so. If you fly the, the they fly one of their spaceships back to the mothership and launch a missile into it from the inside. Mm -hmm. That's that mm -hmm. movie. Good, but you stuff. have to shout "I'm back" while doing it. <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's that's actually a different thing, but that happens too. Uh, I'm talking about when Jeff Goldblum and uh, but yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I was thinking the the ship. Yeah, oh, it's but... all it's all good, man. That's there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Hello, boys. Uh... That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah, great moment, man. Great movie. Great movie. That's Independence movie. Day is a great movie. Come on. Do you think uh, movies like this um, cause Roland Emmerich to gain like years of life? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it is. I mean, that is the thing. Like, I'm sure Moonfall, is, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's a giant piece of shit. But it's probably, mm. it has to be infinitely better than this, you know, like. Uh, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> just it, it, it's, it's a low bar. Right, exactly. That's the thing, though, where he's like, well, I am still making the upper tier of this crap. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's interesting, even he couldn't repeat the Independence Day success when he made that horrible sequel. So it is yeah. kind of like that movie was sort of a lightning in a bottle kind of thing, right? Where it's just like that thing just worked and trying to replicate yep. it is impossible. Um, yeah. So, the, yeah, the, uh, he, the, he, so he gets on a hell. <laughs> the plan, by the way, they never do. Do they ever explain how they get through the force field? Because that's a whole thing in Independence nope. Day where Jeff Goldblum uploads a computer virus, which lowers the shields. No, they didn't bother. No, I, I'm no. sure they're just like, I mean, they've seen Independence yeah. Day. You know, we'll just assume that's what happened. Because when he said we're going to fire a, a, a detonate a bomb inside of it, I did not expect that, meaning he's going to get in a helicopter with a missile launcher. Oh, yeah. I totally did. I I didn't I didn't expect the missile launcher. Yeah. I was figuring it was more like a suicide mission no return i'm gonna take something in there and blow this thing up from the inside yeah but no when he when he's just sitting in there with his rocket launcher and he's like all right let's go and they fly this helicopter into the thing but they hang on they have to wait oh maybe this is the thing about the shield so this is they have to wait between charges that's not the weapon. shield that's the weapon that's the weapon that's itself the, the never mind weapon. they just yeah. get through the shield with no issue <laughs> yeah yeah no there's we we see the missiles blow up outside this thing, and then it like sucks up all of the explosion like into yeah, it. Yeah, right. It takes the it takes the power of it, right? But no, the two minute interval was for the the, the beam weapon. weapon. Right. Yeah, they need to they need to. I don't know how they figure out that out. I guess they just and this out. is 
This is where uh, Captain McNo personality decides to trust Lim Linda Hamilton yes. this time. Yes. And instead of just charging in, he waits. Does this movie? And then think we get the destruction is... of the port. I think this movie thinks this is a character arc. Uh, yes. You yes. know, it's about as much of a character arc as anyone has in this movie. Exactly. It's, it's true. Just this time he does listen to her because she's like, hey, man, if you fly in there and get killed, guess what? That's the end of the world. So maybe cool it, asshole. Like, uh... <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah, and there's this whole speech about, you know, we have to sacrifice these 20,000 people so that we don't nuke this thing over the continental U.S. and kill millions. Right, right. And so it's just like, it's weird that once again, the movie, that's a weird stance for a movie to take those to sacrifice like 20,000 people. That's not a heroic thing by movie standards. No, really. no. And the president was on board with it because he makes a whole speech about the, uh, oh, there's so much you know, find nuke it, forget the fallout and all this other greater good bullshit about, you know, we're all going to die, save the rest of the planet. Yeah. It's. Ugh, it's so bad. So he flies in there, and we got to get this whole action sequence where tentacles inside the ship are grabbing yeah, at the helicopter. They're just, they're just prolonging the inevitable. Well, I love at a certain point the when the guy is knocked out of the helicopter, and he's hanging on to the landing strut of it, and he sh he's got his pistol out, and he's shooting back at the tentacles. Yeah, that does anything. Yeah. Well, I, I love the, the maybe – I, I mean, I – kind of tuned out some of this movie because oh. it was just so bad. Yeah. But maybe the only one close to one-liner is he's like, rotate us on its axis. Oh and the pilot re replies, why? So I can kill us before they do? Yes. <laughs> this is Because when he gets back up in the helicopter, he grabs his like M60 machine gun and he's, the guy's spinning the helicopter and he's just blasting out the side door at these tentacles that are coming at it. And I'm going, just I don't even know that... Bullets. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. That couldn't happen. A helicopter can't. I mean, I you guess know. it could, but it would it would crash pretty quickly. Um, it, it really yeah. isn't meant to do that. But I just love he's like yeah, and then yeah, they get him in close enough to blast away with that rocket launcher. Into I mean, the rocket launchers are are powerful against you know people or maybe like land vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Some land you know, vehicles, not all buildings. Yeah. A giant, what they describe as a floating city. Yeah. Maybe a rocket launcher is not enough. Maybe you need something <laughs> a little bit bigger. Well, it's very, yeah. it's, this is where I was thinking it's very Star Wars, right? He hits it in just the right spot that it causes yeah. some kind of chain reaction as this thing goes up. As the, the, as the countdown for the beam weapon hits one, right? Yeah, classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get this very cliche moment of, Maya is over the radio counting him down on how much time he has left. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he fires on it. one, he fires the rocket. The last as second. As the, the beam energy is like amassing. Right. And yes. then kind of nothing happens. No. And then nothing happens. Yeah. At least from the, at least from everyone's view outside. Right. Yeah. Because then the thing's blowing up and he's like, all right, let's get out of here. And I, right. I don't understand how this works because this thing crashes into the ocean and then it's like, beat, <laughs> beat, yeah. then the helicopter flies out. What? This thing crashes into the ocean. like So it, it's like a big horizontally arranged yeah. spaceship, right? And it yeah. crashes where it's like ass up in the air, like, right. like vertically. Yeah, it goes down like the Titanic, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So somehow, as they as this thing was crashing, it like rotated around the helicopter <laughs> for them to continue to fly out the the tunnel yeah. or port that or whatever been, that they flew that in. That looked really cool if they showed that, like yeah. them that flying through a tunnel, a room, rotating around them. Yeah, if they had a budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If we could afford that, I mean, we can't even do tentacles yeah. right, man. Uh, <laughs> they can't even do explosions right yeah, exactly so, so yeah. when, but when this flew out i was like wait what because they oh, yeah, of course they, yeah the helicopter flies out and they're like all right they made it i mean of course blondie mcchisel jaw has to survive this thing yeah, right comes so out of it <laughs> and then they land because they've him. already loosely established that he is now in a romantic relationship with uh with my, my, my that, come, that came out of name. no that came out of nowhere yeah, it was done. But when it was they, only there because when they when they land, he picks her up and spins her around and stuff. When they they're back, boy, the back padding and congratulations. He gives a high five to Jamie Kennedy. I'm just going like, what is why? Uh, we saved the world. I mean, I was expecting a fist bump from the president, yeah. but I I was let down again from this movie. Did you get a salute, maybe I think from the president or something like that, and they're just like, congratulations. Sure. You save the world, and that that and that's kind of it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. We yeah. I think the movie closes on like a just a swarm of helicopters flying towards this thing. Yeah, yeah. Where was? By the way, they never called. There's no like. Let's call in the other ships. I mean, the movie can't afford it, obviously. Well, they do. They keep calling the USS Omaha oh, or Missouri yeah. or some other because they're the one who has the nuke. Right, right. That's what it is. That's the if we can't make this work, then we have to nuke it, right? Isn't that sort of the thing? Right. Even though once again, when the nuke just hit the force field and Right. Yeah. I mean that's what happened in Independence Day. Exactly, so. yeah. That is exactly what happens in Independence Day when they do try to nuke the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go watch Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. It's Much a great better. movie. Yeah. And the 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 aliens do the, the individual aliens do have kind of tentacle tendril things in it true so, yeah um, yeah it's better and they actually I just wanted a shot of like design. a tentacle in a control room pushing buttons <laughs> like steering, steering that would have been ship. something left right uh, or a tentacle wrapped around like a control stick flying the thing <laughs> um yeah that would have been something the aliens just are tentacles um, and then the propulsion is just a button that it keeps pushing like it's Flappy Bird, <laughs> you know, just... Yeah. I mean, that would have made as much sense as anything else in this movie. <laughs> um, I don't really think there is a one-liner to be had here, and we already sort of picked the kill of the movie. These monster movies, I will say, have been bad for, like, our normal segments so far. They're pretty, not great. Pretty lame on the one-liner. Yeah, you know? and not even that yeah, great on the killing a lot, you know? Really, yeah. Yeah. I- I feel like the only one-liners why so I can kill us before they do. Like I that's think, it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. And and the very yeah. lame suck on this uh which has nothing yeah. to do with anything. <laughs> um yeah. So I think but but yeah, I do agree that the the best kill is the guy getting uh vaporized by the force thing eventually. I don't quite know when he what happened to him there, but uh he yeah. just, he turned into red mist and so I'll give it to that. Um, yeah. yeah. This, this thing. Stinks. And I was expecting more of those pods when you know they're being pursued out of like. Nope. 
can't afford them. Uh, no, that never comes back. No, at all. I know this Not is one, one of the this is one of the biggest examples of an action job movie of set up with no payoff. There are so many things set off that in no way come back in this movie. <laughs> like it could have been cool when the big spaceship was out of the water and up in the air. And then a, like a whole swarm of those things start flying out as like aerial support for it. Like that would be cool. There are so many just like missed opportunities to make this movie like enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this movie decides no. Yeah, we don't want to be enjoyable. Uh, what if we just do the same scene over and over and over and over again? Yeah. How about we do that? <laughs> I mean, uh, they could have just done like one long cut of everybody in the in the mini sub just rocking back and forth and making funny faces, and then just chopped it up into three different segments. For, like it, yeah, oh, so bad. I'm assuming that's what they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Let's talk about. Oh well, I do have. Uh, we did. We really ripped into this movie, but uh, believe it or not, <laughs> there are some people out there who maybe. Uh, I have some better things to say about it. So it is always my Ow. duty to find the strangest. Well, you guys are really going to have to help me decipher this because this is pretty poorly written. Um, oh, boy. This, this, this week's Much like IMDb the movie. review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, Accurate, this yeah. comes to us from IMDb user Jeff95227. Uh, mm -hmm. And the review is titled, Edge of My Seat, Not Bad, Seen Better. I have waited for something scary. This is a great movie. Acting is pretty good. Enough twists and fright to keep you entertained. Linda Ham Hamilton has captured a ton of respect from me for her on-screen presence. You could complain all day about the small stuff, but so happens the whiners need to be convinced by a movie before they credit it, which is the way... They want to believe a movie... Uh, wait, once again, so <laughs> Need to be convinced by the movie before they credit it. Which is uh, why they say they want to believe a movie they know is fiction. Does that even make sense? I found it pretty good. 10 out of 10 stars. Oof. Okay. <laughs> what What does that mean? So. That? Okay. Uh, There's a very common theme, I feel like, with a lot of viewers of these movies. Where yes. they are just there for the action and they they have like the perfect amount of suspense of disbelief and that's 100 percent. yes that's what it right? is it's sort of them going like well get off the movie's back it's fun that's kind of it's an fun it's fiction just yeah. like relax and enjoy you, it yeah why are you trying to put any thought to this why would you want to look at quality of this like it's sort of yeah this this is a sort of thing where it's almost like you fucking you know fancy pants boys with your opinions and stuff uh like it's almost like they're specifically coming after this podcast um but... it's like there's this thought that like science fiction and fantasy movie like they they can just be as unrealistic as possible and not make yes. any sense and that is okay yeah, it's oh, I love that where it's like it's not supposed to make sense. It's an alien movie, and you're like, well, wait, we 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 just talked about other good alien movies that do make sense and do work on a narrative and, and emotional level. <laughs> and that's part of what makes those movies good is yes. that they can do all these fantastic things, but they have like a set of 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 logic that they adhere to. Yeah, hmm. well, it's. That, it's that even then is maybe totally made up and unrealistic, but the fact that they stick to it 
throughout the entirety of yes. the movie and gives it some cohesion and some believability. You have yeah. to have a grounding in something. There has to be a feeling of some structure. Otherwise, it is just nonsense. And we've seen, between the three of us, how many sci-fi fantasy things have we seen where it's just like, it's a bunch of shit they thought was cool, but you're like, oh, but you didn't think any of this through. We've talked about this. Yeah. Too. You can get bogged down in the world building, but if you do none, then your movie hangs on nothing. Like, it's just, it's pointless. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think we've seen a lot of that <laughs> this, mm -hmm. this month on especially, the show. Especially, yeah, especially this month. Yeah, for we've sure. seen a lot of that where you're just going like, wait, what? This is so ill-defined. And this movie, I think, maybe takes the cake of the bunch. I mean, Grizzly is pretty stupid, but actually, in some ways, it's more grounded in it's just a crazed grizzly bear. It's just a big grizzly bear. I mean, yeah, the character is work the is stupid, but I, but this is the this this movie is really like. I can't latch on to anything. No character, no. no part of the world. Everything that gets established confuses me. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, this movie is complete nonsense. Uh, yep. And it, it's, I, I think, once again, listen, it's another example of like, I don't think we need to go back to sci-fi channel movies again on this show. I think this one covered them. I think so. I, I mean, think it would so. have to I be mean, something I, I, specific. You know, I mean, we'd have to really yeah, want to cover that we'll movie. Probably do another monster month. You know, yeah. I it's mean, a, it's, it's, it's it's a whole subgenre. It's but, unavoidable, you know. and and we also have Spooktober when we do horror movies in October. That could come back, and right, we'll do yeah, a sci-fi yeah. month at some point too. So. Uh, but yeah, sci-fi September maybe. Yeah, yeah, that, that might yeah. that might happen. We are mm -hmm. doing a fantasy February coming up. Um, so that's, that's going to be, we're doing a superhero month. We have, we have plenty more theme months coming folks. Don't, don't worry. Uh, we're going to take June off from theme months, but, uh, in July, I'll, I'll tease it now. We are doing our July cage match, all mm -hmm. Nicholas cage for the month of July. So it's my birthday present to myself. <laughs> uh, I we get do. to watch a bunch of Nicholas cage. We do enjoy Nicholas cage. Not always the movies he's in, but we always enjoy the work of Mr. Cage on this show. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, well, Bruce winning, as we talked about this month, we, we've kind of, we haven't had much from Bruce cause he doesn't really watch these kind of movies. Um, but uh, as always, even been... Bruce has too much taste for these kinds of. <laughs> well, films. we know he doesn't like sci-fi or horror particularly. Although, yeah, because the killing isn't very realistic. You know, he had, well, we, um... we he has now discovered the type of horror that has extremely realistic killing, though that he's taken yeah. a real liking to. This week, mm -hmm. though, I I, I want to point to you know we always talk about stuff Bruce likes. Let's talk about maybe something that disappointed Mister Winning. Ooh, for this segment of the winning opinion uh <laughs> so here it is bruce win uh this is his review of a bbc series called touching evil which is about okay. uh, a, a police unit in london that hunts down sadistic serial killers seems very up bruce's alley to me yeah but they're hunting it's down the serial killers. yeah <laughs> it's not yeah. It's not celebrating the serial <laughs> Right, yeah, that's true. Well, cuz uh uh we did we did cover his extreme love for the movie American Psycho the other week. So, um mm -hmm. which he seemed to take all the wrong lessons from. He really liked <laughs> really liked that Patrick Bateman guy. Um mm, what a uh, fella. So, here's his review of Touching Evil. He titles it I can't bear to watch any more of this. I almost didn't watch the third episode. So, seasons 2 and 3 will not be watched by me. I get recommendations from Amazon Prime Video based on what I have reviewed, and you don't seem to understand what I want. 
I will henceforth take recommendations under much more scrutiny. Two oh. out of five stars. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. His beloved Amazon Prime really let him down with this show. And he's Man. really... <laughs> the, these are becoming my favorite reviews, are the letters to Amazon itself that he writes when he's just like, you guys don't get what I want to watch, okay? You're not getting it. I don't want to watch this BBC series. About Although, once again, when you talk about just the algorithm, I follow why this show would be recommended for him. He likes the yeah. grisly killings. and so, so here is... Touching Evil is like one of the darkest, most disturbing of the BBC detective shows. It just hmm. seems like that... I mean, if he's loving American Psycho and Nightcrawler and stuff like that, yeah, fucking of course. He loves Luther. I, wish... I don't know if we've talked about his love of the TV show Luther. Oh, we haven't. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good Ooh. show. It's a good show. Luther is great, but once again, so like the the line from Luther to this makes sense, but I just like that when it gets it wrong, he's like, "What are you even doing, Amazon? I've lost <laughs> all faith in you." Because we have talked about he does sort of blindly watch whatever's recommended for him. Although I guess he's right. not going to do that anymore. I do wish he stated why he didn't like it. Yeah. He just said that he didn't. Yeah. You know. He couldn't bear but... to watch it. He watched a couple episodes and gave up, and he's not watching hmm. the later seasons, so um, interesting but he did well, I, yeah, go ahead i wonder so it's it's british yeah so there's not a whole lot of gun violence this is true it, probably this is true so that's probably like a real non-starter for him <laughs> yeah it doesn't mm. have his beloved shooting i like the shooting um mm. and i don't think there'd be a lot of punching or kicking in it either it's a cerebral no. like serial killer profiler kind of show you know so, and yeah. it probably no. It's, if it's recent, it probably has good uh, surround sound, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's in a good so. screen format yeah. for him. Sixteen just... nine and five point one. He didn't mention those. That's probably fine. <laughs> good God, oh. Bruce. Good Lord. Uh... <laughs> oh, Bruce. Uh, well, uh, we uh, we didn't love Bermuda Tentacles, so we're going no. to fire up our patented action movie title generator and do our best to come up with a better action movie based on the title uh, we get from this. And uh, let's see here. I'm going to randomize this again here. Here it comes. Uh, the title. Uh, what what parameters do we want to put on it, Lisman? Great question. Um, I know that Linda Hamilton needs to be in this. Yes. You know, and it sounds like we, Jamie we Kennedy needs it. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true uh jimmy uh, kennedy does need money um yeah. so uh, -huh. uh here it <laughs> uh here comes the the title is inferno of trouble inferno of trouble Ooh. okay it's an inferno of okay. trouble uh okay. is this a volcano movie that's what i was thinking yeah i think it's a uh, volcano movie uh of which linda hamilton has experience if anyone remembers the vehicle with her and Pierce Brosnan, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak, yeah. yeah. Oh, so wow. This is, so this is a, maybe a sequel to Dante's Ooh. Peak or something? It's called Dante's Peak colon Inferno of Trouble. Inferno of Trouble. It's happening now, again. <laughs> she, she still Jamie has... Kennedy Jamie Kennedy reprised his role as Dr. Zimmer. Yes. Because because Pierce, <laughs> who's now Pierce, a volcanologist? Yeah, because this is straight to video. Pierce Brosnan has passed right on this. Oh, he yeah. passed, so they've brought yeah. in Jamie Kennedy to be the yeah the volcanologist or the geologist that was that uh, Pierce Brosnan was the geologist in the first movie. But obviously he's unavailable. So, but th but this time they need to destroy the volcano. 
Well, here, okay, flying here, a helicopter inside and launching an RPG. Here's what it is. <laughs> Linda Hamilton has moved to a new town, and uh -huh. and there's a volcano threatening because the previous Dante's Peak was destroyed in that movie, right, by the volcano. Yeah. But she got out of there and is now in another town. She goes. She still has PTSD from that, so she goes. I know what can happen. We have to stop it from happening this time. We have to destroy the volcano before it destroys our town. Exactly. And yes, the volcano's yeah. got, come back for me. Yeah. It's followed me here. Oh no, not again. You know. Uh... What if she moves to a small town that's nowhere near like a fault line, you know? She's like, I know volcanoes can't be here, but then one starts to emerge. Like it's uh, she's in like upstate New York. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's in like, they're like Maine. She's in like a, uh, uh, she's in like a Jaws kind of town. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and yet, for some reason, out of the water rises a volcano. <laughs> this time, it's war. Yeah. Um, it's just you yeah. and me now, volcano. Uh... <laughs> Yes, and only Jamie Kennedy. He's the he's he's at the forefront of uh, volcano prevention, like er, mm. eruption uh, prevention. That he's the guy who's going. Maybe we don't have to have these volcanoes erupt. So they call Ooh. him in. Yeah, we need volcanoes, but not too many. Right. We need to control the volcano population. <laughs> that's that's his. He's a radical new kind of geologist. Uh, <laughs> having defeated the Bermuda tentacles. Prior. Right. I like that yeah. he's playing the same character. Linda Hamilton, though, is playing her character from a different movie. Uh, yeah. So it's all. <laughs> it's uh, very confusing. But yeah. It's fine. But so he he's uh yeah that, that after after I studied those Bermuda tentacles, I've come up with this new way to prevent volcanoes uh, mm. from erupting. So uh, <laughs> therein lies the fun of Dante's Peak Inferno of Trouble. Uh, <laughs> And once again, Pierce Brosnan couldn't have passed quicker on it. Um, absolutely not, I think is what he said. Can't, um, can't blame him. Yeah, yeah. He was please, spelling Mamma Mia 3. Yeah. So. Please yeah. know I have to go sing more ABBA songs. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would rather be Bond. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a Pierce Brosnan movie coming up that's a pre-Bond Pierce yeah. movie, uh, which we're excited pre -bond about. Pre-Bond Pierce. But next week on the show, Listman, oh boy, Gina Carano's back. That's no, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I guess we're not leaving Monster Mayhem too. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gina Carano back on the show. This time, though, being paired with Academy Award winner Richard Dreyfus. Good Lord. Who I will what? say, if you've paid any attention to Mr. Dreyfus in recent years, is making a lot of Fox News appearances these days. So I think these two uh -oh. get along. He's got a lot of Republican talking points spouting from his 75-year-old mouth now. So, uh, uh -oh. yeah, yeah. But still, uh, sad to see the legendary star of Jaws now doing Gina Carano action shelf movies. Uh, the movie is titled crazy. Daughter of the Wolf. It is not a werewolf movie. Um, no. But uh, here, here, uh, <laughs> listen, as always, uh, would you like to hear the tagline for Daughter of the Wolf? Yeah. In the wild, only the strong survive. There you go. Okay. Yeah. 
Daughter yeah, of the Wolf. Sounds like a lot of movies, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. Like a lot this of one is uh, this one is not produced by Ben Shapiro and the folks at Daily Wire, um, but I have. Oh, I, no testicle tanning. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, if it's anything like uh, what was it in the blood, we can expect some truly grisly acts of violence in this thing. Can't can't wait. Yeah. So that's Daughter of the Wolf next week. Alex, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. I look forward to being back. I think you're signed Somehow. up for something uh, also quite terrible in our future. So, oh, yes. Uh, uh, Abraxas? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be doing a Jesse Ventura science fiction vehicle uh, in a few months on the show. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Abraxas, <laughs> Lord of the Galaxy or something like that. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah. There's, there's going to be a psychological study done on me. It's going to be like yeah. Stockholm Room 2. Yeah. You'll also have to join us because you did Lone Wolf and Quaid. You'll have to join us. Much later this year for Norris November. Um, Ooh, yeah, we yes, are doing yes, yes. Full month, a full month of Chuck on the show. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. <laughs> Until next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. The Action Shelf is part of the Panel Up Podcast Network. Remember to follow us on social media. We're at Action Shelf Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at actionshelfpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the entire network by heading over to patreon.com slash panelup to get cool, exclusive bonus content. The Action Shelf.